Discontinued gravy. Gravy. Discontinued gravy. Go. To simplify life and make it fun. Because we've been there. I mean, we're in our mid-twenties. So we've seen it all. This is... Discontinued. Gravy. Pow, 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 pow. It's gravy, baby. It's all gravy. It's all gravy. It's I can't do it the same gravy. way you can, Nick. I got it. I don't know what it is, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you got whatever it takes to say the gravy. All the gravy, baby. <laughs> How are you doing today, Nick? Or rather, this week, because I haven't really spoken to you. It's been a week. Um, I had... Weekend was fun because, like, football's back. Been great. My ducks beat Ohio State. I was gonna State. say your hat's really cute. It's a, it's really cute. Got my football. Got my basketball jersey over there. Ducks beat Ohio State. Number three ranked Ohio State. Fuck you, Buckeyes. Then the Seahawks season started. They beat the Colts, and it's like, yes, football's back. It's nice. Sports is exciting. And then my truck was like, ah, no. <laughs> oh, no and my truck was being all fudgy and i was like it felt like the transmission and if you don't know anything about cars like i do and you google it the transmission is apparently the most expensive part of a car to fix and i was like budge budge yeah i took it in and there and then, like i was fine i was like kind of living with it i was like okay and then the check engine light came on i was like i oh, should <laughs> So that took it in. I mean, my check engine light's been on, but that's my car. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I want to at least get it checked out. Don't, don't necessarily have to fix it. I just got to get it checked out. And then they're like, you know, I'm waiting for like a day and a half because it's not like, it's not like a, you know, they're booked, right? Like, they got to just get it in when they can. And then they call me and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> then they call me and I'm like, they're like, yeah, so, um, yeah, just some like wires. Your second cylinder was misfiring, and so we just need to replace some wires. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, how much is that going to cost? He's like, you know, 350 400 bucks. I'm like, it's a lot better than, like, the $2,000 I was thinking I was going to have to spend, so this is okay. <laughs> Still, I feel like $400 for a few wires is expensive. <laughs> well, I mean, he even asked. He was just like, he's like, so, yeah, I just need a few wires fixed. Like, uh, did you want to do that? I'm like, I mean, yes, but <laughs> I don't know how. So he's like, ah, well, I could recommend some mechanics. I'm like, yeah, let's just, you know what? I'd resign the fact that I was going to have to spend, like, bottom, like, $1,000. So, like, the $400 is like, great, fantastic, whatever, <laughs> don't care. <laughs> Nick's like, I have $700 to play with now. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to go buy myself an electric scooter. Just kidding. I don't have, I have a visa bill that's very high, and I gonna take me like two paychecks to pay it so <laughs> oh well that happens life gotta have goes, fun in life, life. But that's wrong. funny because my car has been um showing its lights too and i the last time i bought new tires for my car was four years ago um but i i've done a lot of driving i'm a commuter um yes. through and through yes. uh the other day when we had a big chunk of rain for the first time after the summer yeah yeah, really noticed that going up a hill. <laughs> oh, that's not good. <laughs> um, advice for anyone, though, who does need tires. Um, hopefully, I'm going to do this first so people don't, like, take my advice and make it really hard for me to get tires. <laughs> uh, Canadian Tire, you can get a card from them. Sometimes they'll give you 300 Sometimes they'll give you, like, $1,000. And then you can pay it off. There's no interest rate on it. Oh, the triangle card. Yeah, the triangle card. You can pay it off yeah. over a year. Um, finance. So, yeah. You can finance it, but there's no interest rate. So, it could work pretty well for you. It'd be like, I don't know, $80 a month. Could be. Yeah, could be. A lot better than dropping 900 bucks. And also, if you're getting tires, may I recommend all-weather tires? Mm -hmm. Or M&S's. Yeah, but all-weather have M&S plus the mountain snowflake like they're actually like good in the winter and you don't have to change to winter tires you can just it's just one car don't get all seasons get all weather all weather because you hear then, that people because then you can actually go on the coquihalla yeah i mean depending on your car my car shouldn't go on the coquihalla probably not but i'm just saying if you add all weathers you might be able to 
Mm-hmm. You can go pick us up when we're stranded there one exactly. day. Exactly. <laughs> My truck will get through it all. In fact, the truck's actually probably worse than your car. But <laughs> uh, Maybe. <laughs> it, it's very light in the back. But anyway, car troubles, that's been our life. Is that what's new with you, Krista? Yeah, pretty much. But I wanted to ask you a question, Nick. I wanted to ask, has it ever happened to you that a group of people have spawned in a corner trying to pop a pimple on one person? Have you witnessed this or been a part of something like this before? No. (laughs) Okay, you don't like popping pimples or watching it? What? No. Like, what? Come on. Okay, so those people out there who love the Dr. Pimple Poppers, the disgusting, getting the pus out. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) Anyways, I love those videos. But I very rarely get to act on them. Because I don't think it's very nice to go up and pop other people's pimples. No! What? (laughs) No. Where are you going? (laughs) My partner and I were playing a game of beer pong. As Nick will know, we have been waiting to play beer pong for a long time. I asked him to search for ping pong balls for me on his way up to Whistler. That's right. I remember that. That Yeah. Finally got some. So we were playing. um, He invited his friend over and the girl he was seeing. We were just playing a friendly game of beer pong. Things were going great. All of a sudden, his partner, a dude, <laughs> sees the pimple on his neck that I've been trying to pop for weeks. <laughs> and he's like, all of a sudden, jumps him and pushes him in the corner and is like, let me get it, dude. And he's like, what the hell's happening? The girl, get, the other girl gets in on this and starts helping pop it. <laughs> and I'm just watching this happen to my partner. And they're like screaming in pain because they don't know what's happening. It was like a horror movie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but for anyone who doesn't know, um, if you're popping a really good pimple, you need to get it all out or else it's just going to regrow again overnight. Don't worry, we got it all. <laughs> Sorry, that was really gross. You know, like, I have never really had acne or anything like that i think Mm -hmm. it's the water i think that's what it is that's the only answer i have (laughs) so i've never really had to do that and my answer is that i drink a lot of juice so that's why my skin's never that bad either you gotta go you gotta go extreme one way or extreme the other there's no in between And not in a million years would I say, bro, I need to pop that pimple on your neck, nose, (laughs) body. Never. That's one I'm letting slide under the rug. Y'all can deal with it later. I'm not. Why? Not getting in on that action. Who is that? They're wrong. Yeah. My partner and I had a conversation after that. Uh, We're not a polyamorous pimple popping couple i'm the only one that will be able to pop their pimples (laughs) moving forward (laughs) still weird i wouldn't do that for my significant other i'd be like sucks to suck here's a pin (laughs) a pin i don't know i don't know how to get rid of these things what do you want me a file It it depends on how bad it is damn i don't care you deal with it i'm not going to do that yeah yeah, anyways, that's what happened. I want. I just wanted some feedback because either you love it or you think it's the most disgusting thing ever. And Nick, you seem to be on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, nope, nope, we're not doing that. Nope. <laughs> we're good, thanks. Okay, anyways, I do believe we have a topic today that has been highly requested. Yeah, and I might hate it more than what we just talked about. <laughs> there's a reason we've been putting off this episode <laughs> we we have been we've known about this episode since we did the original episode we're like yep. oh we're gonna have to do a number two yep yeah and yep. we're talking about outer banks baby it's outer banks we're doing it again obx season two <laughs> and uh okay just to be frank uh there will be some spoilers in this recap because we have both nick and i have both attempted to watch (laughs) that's a good word for it (laughs) um this season um we both 
feverishly watched the first season. We got that done like within a week. Yeah. This one took a little bit longer. Yep. So there are going to be a few spoilers. We'll try to do one half less spoilers and one half more spoilers. But if it gets messy, my bad. Sorry, dudes. No, no apologies here. You have been warned officially now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. next. Do you, want, do you want to tell them your feelings first? Sure, I can share my thoughts. Okay, so this show, I made it through season one. I tried. It was hard to watch for me. But, you know. You didn't hate it, hate it. You were no. like, I had it on in the background type of thing. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it again. I've watched it. That was enough for me. Like, you know, sometimes when a season two comes out, you watch the first season to lead into the second season. I didn't need that with my life. <laughs> I watched season two, and I just, the first, you basically, where you get left off of season one is all answered in season two the first episode you don't even have you don't even have to wait two three four episodes (laughs) you know exactly what's happening where it's happened why it's happening the answer every answer has been answered for you within like five minutes of the season starting and i Mm -hmm. hate it i hate it i was just Mm -hmm. like all right so i'm freaking watching the first episode that was a stupid episode i don't even remember what was on it <laughs> um, so it's it's after the shipwreck, and I mean this isn't a spoiler because you know there's a season two. Yeah, so they, they got they, they got on that ship. They got on that ship, and then just a whole bunch of shit went down. And I was like, all right. So like you'd think you'd think most of the episode would end up in the Bahamas, you know, where they're going, which would be pretty cool not it, gonna lie they could have taken a cool pirate spin on that like it would have made a little more sense no by like season two they were on their way back and i was or episode two and i was just like what all right <laughs> sure you do that that's fine like but here's the thing all the questions you had leading in to season two were answered pretty much Mm-hmm. Is Ward and Sarah gonna see each other again? It's just like, are, are the Pogues gonna get back together? Yeah, like, I, like man, like I just like I'm watching this and I'm like wanting to shoot my brains out. I just, it was tough for me to watch. It was effort for me to watch this show. Like I, I would have to get the work to put it on, and I'd have to freaking sit there for. We talked about this last year. Why are they an hour long? <laughs> they don't need to be. They still they don't, don't need to be. Uh. And I just am like, ugh. So I watched episode two. I watched three. Now we get to four. Oh, four episode is great. Episode four. It's like the halfway point. <laughs> and I'm watching this episode. And the storyline changed five times in 20 minutes. Yeah. You know when you watch a show, you're like, oh, okay. It's near the end. Oh, okay, that makes sense. They tied that end up. Okay, let's move on. No, they changed it and then changed it and then changed it and then changed it and then changed it again. And that was something I was getting sick and tired of. I was just like, guys, what? what is the point of the season? The point of season one was to find the gold of that ship, right? Mm-hmm. We found the gold. Right? Yeah. Now what the hell is the storyline? They don't tell you. They don't know what's going on. The storyline to clear John B's name? Is that the storyline? Yes, that's the storyline for the first, like, three or four episodes. Honestly, it is. But who cares? We want treasure again. Like, it just, it was, ah, ah, I just couldn't believe it. Because, you know, the freaking, they go to that freaking old lady's racist house or whatever and, you know, it's just like. Oh, Limery, Mrs. Limery. Whatever. She was in Once Upon a Time. Um, oh she was she was and um i just like honestly honestly i got halfway through that episode and i messaged krista and i'm like can we just do it so i don't have to watch this bullshit anymore can we just do this episode that's why we're doing this right now because i didn't want to watch it anymore that was my stopping point yeah it was just needless bullshit that they were like there was no storyline it was just it was just episode after episode with random things that 
didn't answer anything. That didn't lead to anything. It was just like a one episode thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. the show is built on a... St- At least season one, while it had four storylines, there was a constant storyline. Treasure! There was one storyline throughout with side quests during. <laughs> side quests. This, I like it. This was like an open world game where you just do whatever the fuck you want and nobody cares what the end result is. Y'all end up in the same place, but it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then a boss will walk in every once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> it was just... Look, I'm not saying I'm not going to go back. I may continue... Like, I just, at this rate for me, we wouldn't have this episode out until, like, next year. <laughs> like. I know. You're trying to watch it so hard for me. And after you watch the first episode, you're like, this is going to take me a while. <laughs> but you put off that first episode for so long. It's about, like, two weeks. <laughs> two weeks after and me. I just, I just, look, it was, it was just, it was hard. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying, Nick. There's a certain amount of, we understand that this isn't believable. This isn't real life. This wouldn't, none of this would actually be happening. They would not get away with this much shit. Nobody would. Yeah, and like, life is not this action-packed. And I know, Nick, that from where you were watching, it wasn't too action-packed yet. But starting on that episode, episode four, I actually started getting scared because... That's like a scary storyline that they're going down. It's dark. That's a dark, bleak storyline of a racist trying to steal a black boy. That that's essentially what's happening. I know I'm yeah. oversimplifying events. <laughs> that's that that's what that's what it was. That's what it was. And I'm sorry. That I I hope she goes to jail, you know, <laughs> like that's horrible. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, you you hope that somebody like that would go to jail. And that's the thing. Like, again, I get it. It's a show, obviously. Like, like I'm not an idiot. But it's just like, you know, there are so many times. A hunt, like, this story could be done in a day. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was real life, Ward would be gone. Rafe would be murdered. Rife would not make it as far as he has. He's a psycho. Like, and I can't... When I go on TikTok and I see how many girls are obsessed with him, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> girls love bad boys, apparently, and that's the wrong bad boy. I understand, but, like, liking the way he looks. Yeah. Does not excuse murderous actions. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, like, this whole, like... Like, it was just, like, I'm so frustrated. And, like, you know, like... When the, you know, like, they got it to the point where, like, like, not kind of spoiler, not really, I'm not going to identify. Like, they pretty much put it pretty clear that Ward committed the crime in the first season. Oh, yeah. He just hasn't and verbally then admitted they're it. just like, you know, typical small town cop. Pushes it under the table for it to happen later kind of thing. What was that comment by JJ? Is your mustache getting in the way? Or <laughs> Sounds like it. That sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, I just like, man, like it's just annoying as hell. Like that, like it's tough for me to watch. I'm not paying attention and mm-hmm. you need to with the constant change. And the amount of times they all almost die. Every episode, someone almost dies. Yeah, they're trying to, like, kill off people, but you're looking at them like, do you really think, I think you're going to kill this person? You must think I'm a really stupid person because you're not going to kill one of these characters right now. That would be the dumbest thing you could possibly, it would end the show. Really? Yeah, it, uh, honestly, their their fan base that they have would not take it. No, like we're like they're not idiots. You tell me like like let's say again, I don't know if this happens in the later part of the season, but let's say there's a scene where like John B dies. Who's going to buy that? Who in their right mind would buy that? Literally the main character. Yeah. Cuz you could theoretically do the show without him. Theoretically, yeah, there's still pogues. There are storylines. There are storylines around John B. But you know, like if you, you know, even if you killed like one of the pogues, like if you killed Pope, if you killed Kiara, if you killed JJ, not JJ. There's like 
it just it wouldn't be believable to me. Yeah. Like I'm, the I only mean, person you could kill theoretically is Rafe. He's the only one I could see dying for because there's a reason for him to die. What about uh Topper? 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 Topper. Look, I, 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 the only, I've only seen Topper once, and it's in episode four when they're in that, re, you know, restaurant and Rafe's drunk off his ass, and oh, you know yeah, the yeah. their their friend was like, sorry, yeah, and you know, um, and you know, Topper's just there, like he's not even like he's kind of like behind, you know, they kind of the camera pans on him. He has a bit more um, to do in the later episodes. Again, like I don't sure. think that they would kill him off just because I don't think people have as much of an emotional connection to him and would have either what Rafe's character would be is relief or, you know, when the bad guy has good qualities and, like, is yeah. a sympathy type thing. Yeah, which like, I, I could see that death working. Yeah, like, exactly. Rafe would honestly make sense if you killed him off. But if you killed Topper, no one would care. Because yeah. at this point, he's non-existent. You know, he was like a focal point in season one. But now it's more like, okay. um, You know, like, of those, like, main characters, I don't think you could kill Ward. Because, again, that that big storyline is gone. Like, Ward they, is like... They could not do that in season one. Or two. No. Mm-hmm. The, and the show I, I, I want to go into some of the, you know, conspiracy theories for season three. Um, All right. But we'll, we'll discuss that in the second half of this episode uh, okay. because I, I did a deep dive. I spent a whole hour on TikTok look, doing some research for everyone. <laughs> wow. Way more committed to this podcast than I am. Um, <laughs> um, okay. But Nick, they did try to centralize it back to what everyone loves, which is treasure because they wanted the kids to go after the cross of Santo Domingo, Domingo, um, did the cross essentially. And okay. we, we knew about this cause it was in the trailer that there was going to be a cross, but up until episode four, still no mention of it. Does it mention of a key or an Island room? Possibly in episode four. There was a key, a key. Okay. A key. So Denmark. Oh, Denmark Tanny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nick, there's so much you haven't seen. Ah! (laughs) Um, Like I I said, I'll probably get to it, just not not anytime soon. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's one of those shows that had so much potential in the first season, like Riverdale, you know? Hmm. The first season, like everyone was like, okay, maybe it's not the best show. By any means. But yeah. it was entertainment. Yeah. You know? And then all of a sudden, it gets this huge popularity. And they're like, let's see how far we can go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How spicy can we make this? How extreme and how hormone-driven can we make these teenagers? And don't get me wrong. Of course, they're going to be extreme emotions. Yeah. But they make everything so life and death. I... Like, being a teenager wasn't that long ago for me. Maybe I just wasn't that dramatic of a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know, some shit's going to go down. Yeah, I'm maybe going to call my parents. (laughs) You know? Oh, my friend's dying? I'm not going to try to hide it. I'm going to call my parents and be like, yo, I'm... (laughs) This is messed up. I'm so sorry. Well, if you're John B., you don't have parents to call. (laughs) True, but... True, true, true. Um, that's also very sad. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. does, does JJ really have parents? Oh, yeah, that falling out with his dad. He has his one. deadbeat dad that's in prison. I will say, JJ was a way more likable character in season two than he was in season one. That character development like he, was great. I hated him in season one. I hated him. I mean, you hate him in the first... You start liking him in, like, the last two episodes of season one. Yeah. No, but he um, was he was actually tolerable in season two. Like, he was actually one of the better ones. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Whereas, like, I feel like Pope's character development kind of went downhill. <laughs> Pope's kind of boring. Yeah, whereas in the first season, it was like, you know what? Like, I appreciate this boy who's trying to so hard to keep his scholarship, but wants to be in his friend group. Yep. Key... Yeah. 
I don't think really changed. It was kind of the same key. Yeah. Um, and John John B never changed either. I don't think they her him or Sarah Cameron really changed. Just kind of the same person. So, JJ John was the only B one. never changed. Uh, Sarah Cameron did. She became a poke. Yeah, but we kind of knew that already. Yeah, but I feel like there's a fundamental difference of looking at life when she started out as a kook. kook. Yeah. You know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyways, I want to get into spoilers now. Can I? I guess this is your breaking point if you haven't watched it and want to and don't want to be spoiled. This is your chance to back oh, out. Do we want any last comments? I'm going to see if I can try to make someone watch it at this point. Um, you might as well watch it just to see how far the push, uh, how far the writers can really push it. Fair enough. Mm. And see if you can beat me. Yeah. And honestly, just to show Nick that, hey, I, even I can get through this. If you can get through three and a half episodes, I'll be, I'll be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts all alerts. around. Okay. Yes. So, Nick hadn't... Uh, okay, I don't even know where to start. So, all of a sudden, the show gets very action-packed. Like I said, someone almost dies every single day. And one of the most unbelievable parts, what Nick was hinting to earlier, was about Sarah Cameron. They killed her in episode two. <laughs> For like a minute. <laughs> They're like... Oh, we shot Sarah Cameron. And then the, obviously it ends, you know, and then the next episode comes and they get to the hospital and she freaking, she dies. She literally dies. This poor girl. Honestly, why did she have to fall in love with this boy? I, I've learned that a girl's most likely like probability of being in danger is with a boy and a boy like John B is going to get her killed. Yeah, I think, I think honestly, when that was happening, I think I texted Krista immediately, and I was like, do they really think we're going to think that they killed off Sarah Cameron? Yeah, exactly. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, like, are we that dumb to think, or was the idea, like, we know that you know she's not going to die. But, like, why would you do that anyway? Like, what's the point of it if you knew that? If we knew, you knew we weren't going to believe that, why would you put it in kind of thing? So I have to think some people would think she's actually going to die. Like, I just, like, you would have to be literally not, not the sharpest tool in the shed to not understand. Like, because if she dies, what's the point? Yeah, and like, <laughs> poor John B, honestly. He has literally no one else to live for at this point. Like, the only thing that's, the storyline that would have happened is him killing Ward. Yeah, Which, again, I don't know if that actually happens or not. I doubt it happens. But that's the storyline had Sarah Cameron died. Mm-hmm. It would have just been John B going guns a blaze and killing both Warden Rafe. That would have that's what it would have been. But honestly, how badass would that have been? Like if you're gonna end a show, completely end it, that's how you completely end it. John but again, you don't everybody. do it on episode two well, no, exactly. of a like season it would, opener. It would be like, you know, the last two episodes, you know, it's kinda kinda like uh I don't know if you're a Star Wars person, but Rogue One. Um, oh yeah. You know, they just the end of the movie is literally everybody dies. <laughs> yes but we, we already know that if you watch the original star wars well right? no no it, it 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 all encompasses but you know you're just watching and you're like oh you're like all... i forgot about that <laughs> they oh, they all died and you're just like oh oh okay then <laughs> yeah okay but so i'm going to throw in a conspiracy theory here uh that nick you won't even know about because you didn't make it that far in the tv show fair enough but uh, the reason that Mrs. Limery is looking for the cross is because mm-hmm. there's a shroud, I believe it's called. A shroud's basically a fancy word for a cloth that is inside oh, yeah. the cross that has healing powers. As we know, oh, she, she's uh, Mrs. Limery is paraplegic sick. or something. <laughs> what? She's like a paraplegic. She had the walker thing, right? Or things. Yeah, but she still has some use of her legs. I don't exactly know how she's sick. Um, but as the show develops, you can tell that she's, like, getting sick sick. Right. Um, so, essentially, the Shroud is real. And oh. the Shroud is John B's bandana. That's a conspiracy theory. And that's why Sarah Camera lived. 
because it touched her when she was dying. You know, when he bends over and gives her a hug and he's like crying over her dead body, the, the shroud was on her and brought her back to life, essentially. That is a conspiracy theory that is going around right now. I'm not sure what people think about it, but I do believe that this show is going to throw in some sort of magical aspect at some point. Because, like I said, how far are the writers really wanting to push it? No. <laughs> if they, if, if that is real and, like, they prove it or whatever, no. It'll okay, ruin the whole Nick, show. Nick. What? This is, this is going to blow your mind. Big John, John B's dad, is yeah. alive. At the very end of season two, he he talks to Mrs. Limery being like, I know where the Shroud is. Who else? Who who would have the Shroud? John B. So who, John B's who, dad I, is alive? John B's dad is alive. No one truly dies in this show now either. <laughs> Casey, I hate that. Yeah, except, except for the si- very side characters, like the, the cop. Yeah, but I, I hate that. Why why would you bring him back to life? Yes, I believe he has brain damage. Um, I, right, I, but... I don't really remember. I wasn't really Come paying on. attention. Um, but he's not like fully with it. No, but the... No, man. Mm-hmm. He's not fully with it. That's, that show and just... He, t- he tells Mrs. Limery... That I know where the Shroud is. You tell me. You tell me. This. You want my. Here's my initial reaction. This show has lost all credibility. <laughs> okay, but you don't even know. Okay, just because John B's dad's alive. Well, no, just just the fact. Didn't like, they find, like, John B's dad's, like. Like. Like, I um, guess they never found like, the body. Ca- but... cast, castaway. Yeah, like they, whatever they found, I like I, they didn't find his body, so I guess it was always out there. But like, come on, like, come Why on, put this kid through that. <laughs> like, I just think it's just kind of like a slap in the face to the viewer. Like, yeah, what's and the also, point of like, bringing him back? Why would you back? do that to your son too? Like, I just your 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 son thinks you're dead. He has to go into foster care. Yeah, like man, like I just that's just. That's like the writers needed something to do for season three kind of thing. Like, it's just kind of, I don't know. That just feels like a slap in the face to me. Like, mm-hmm. this this whole, like, the whole idea was, in the original, was treasure hunting, you know, adventures, kids having a crazy adventure. Yeah. Then it turned into, it like. It's kind of like the Goonies. <laughs> I guess. But, you on, know, on like. On crack. <laughs> season two was, like. No, we're done with that. And now season three, they're like, oh, no, no, we're doing it. It's going to be like, it's going to be like Dungeons and Dragons in real life. (laughs) Just Dungeons and Dragons now. Well, there's a shroud that has plus five healing power. Yeah. I mean, I I honestly do think that because there's another conspiracy theory of like the island they're heading to isn't safe. Um, And safe, I don't know what that means. Like, but ugh. it could be Dungeons and Dragons type shit. Um, so that could be like wildlife where in the last season, John B got bit by an alligator in his leg. He tied his bandana around his leg. He was magically able to run after being bit by an alligator. Well, you could say adrenaline. The Shroud. I'm not even saying that right. I should probably look up what it's called. I don't know. but But look. You're just like fuck. <laughs> You're just saying that John B's bandana is the buy all end all for everybody. That John B is this. this Did he mas- not take a wicked fall in season one and like not die? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying like he's essentially the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Am mm-hmm. I wrong? Like this, you're you're you've created this like. Is it like I don't even know what the show is anymore? Yeah. Like for real, like like what's the point? What are they going after? What is the true purpose? The purpose of season one was to find the gold that was wrongfully taken from his dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
but I believe season three, because you didn't get to see the rest of the last season, Pope will get the cross back because it kind of belongs to him. Yeah. In a weird turnabout way from Denmark Tanner, Tanner, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what they're going after because, like season one, it belonged to them. You know, that there's that sentimental value there where it's not like we're just going on a treasure hunt anymore. Yeah, but now you're just doing it over again. It's yeah, just not, and it now, worked. It's just the same thing. You're yeah. just, so now season season two was finding this cross or the key or whatever. And now next season is finding the shrub. Like, mm-hmm. like Honest- you're just you're just playing it. It's just not it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, though, I feel like there wasn't enough romance in season two. Fair. Because in season one, we got to see John B. and Sarah Cameron fall in love. You know, like, we yeah. got to see the whatever they called themselves when they were off on an adventure. Oh, yeah, the, the cute nickname thing. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly... I was pissed at both of them at the end of season two. They, like, break up, get back together, get married, break up. I'm sorry. (laughs) Chill out. (laughs) Maybe take some time apart. (laughs) Yeah, just, like. And also just saying, oh, do you want to get married? And then being like, yeah, we're married. That doesn't mean you're actually married, kids. Well, she did say that. She said not legally, but yeah. Um... (laughs) Like, I, look, it just, like, they just, they do, they're trying to do too much in one episode. And you're just kind of left with, like. Exactly. What? Like, it just, like, I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, this is kind of, like, a little bit like Gravity Falls. Except Gravity I mean, Falls. Gravity Falls didn't give us the ending we deserved. Gravity Falls was... I, you said this last time. It was a great ending. I don't know what ending you watched, but it was a good ending. With the question mark? <laughs> Anyways, what? we're getting off topic here. <laughs> like, no, I just, like... What was Gravity Falls? It was finding the author. We found the author. Mm-hmm. And then there was a different thing that happened. Like... You know, but they ended it. The story was over. Yeah. Like, this story, you you could have dragged the gold story for another season. And you could have ended it. And it would have made more sense. And now they're just trying to pump episodes out. Now it's just like, well, here's season. Here's a season that we're going after this. This season we're going after this. This season we're going after this. They truly could have focused on clearing John B's name. They could have made that they could a have. full season. They, they made could have. TV series out of that. Like it just, it just, it, it just like, I feel like nothing that you'd want would happen. Like, like I, frankly, I'd, I'd be grateful if Rafe died. I'd be grateful. Just so, he's... I'm just gonna throw in another conspiracy theory because I looked up a lot of them. Okay. Um, tell me, tell me what you think, Nick. Okay. Essentially, what might happen in season three is that Rafe ends up killing um, Ward. In I a turnabout way of events. I could see it. And there's a reason. Because at... Again, I don't know. But there's the part when, you know, the wife of Ward comes out. And Ward tells her that Rafe shot Sarah Cameron. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the wife is like, you know, they come to the door. I'm throwing somebody under the bus and you better know who kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like if I, if I have to pick between the two kids, I know who I'm picking. Yeah. And I could see Ward starting to be like understanding and realizing that there's a problem with Rafe. You know, like, clearly there is a problem. He's psychotic. But like, Nick, he picks Rafe. Like, I know, there. At episode six or something like that, he actually tells Rafe, if I had to pick someone, I'd pick you. 
yeah, but that could easily be a, a lie. We could come into season three, episode two, and he's like, JK, bang. Yeah, I, I don't, I honestly don't know because all of a sudden, yeah, we knew Ward was crazy. But at the heart of it, he was a dad who was trying to do things for his family and yeah. things got out of control. No one ever thinks they're the bad guy, right? Like we're just putting that out there right away. No. Yeah, he he's he's a shitty person. But he's Sarah Cameron's dad. Yeah. Right? And he was trying to do anything he could to keep that life for them. Sure. Right? And then all of a sudden his character traits snap. All of a sudden he you you see it in like the fate the mannerisms the face of nope, not my family anymore. Well, yeah, I'm sure. And like, like I'll say Ward is a good character just because you need that. Right? You need like, that person like, you I love hate Ward. Hate. I hope they just kill him off. I'm like, but yeah, he but, gives so much to the story. You know, it's like, it's like He's a, a likable good... person, kind of. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but it's somebody you love to hate. You know, like I think yes, about like. That's, a, that's some, a better way of explaining it. Thank some you. like video game characters that, you know, you really hate them. You know, I can think of like Handsome Jack from Borderlands. You're just like, God, I really hate him, but he's one of the best villains ever. Mm-hmm. You know that, mm-hmm. and you know, like this is a guy you just you love to hate. Without Ward, you don't have Outer Banks, and I just like look. If you kill him, Outer Banks as a whole changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think this show. Should go past season three. Whatever they decide to do. Right, they, they, but... They, they just shouldn't. But even... Any, any show that has, for example, like, The O.C. They tried going for that extra season, but it was like, come on, you're done. Well, it, look. Out of Banks could easily have been, probably been done in two seasons. But here, here here's the thing. Like, you know that conspiracy theory of Rafe killing ward even if season three was the last one look the one saving grace we have that's still a storyline is john b getting his hands on ward i would feel watched all the way through and again i guess i still plan to nick you might need to watch all the way through (laughs) but the storyline is john b wants to get at ward the only way that doesn't happen is if a ward joins him B, Sarah Cameron somehow convinces him not to do it. (laughs) The most likely option. The most likely option, yes. That, like, other than that, it's gotta be John B who kills him. If it's not, if it's it's not gonna be John B, don't kill him. Like, you could do, that would be, that would be the series finale. Something happened. Just so you know, Nick. Just so you know, that happens in the very last episode of season two. So you might as well just watch the last episode. (laughs) Okay. So here's a point. Here's a point about how this show is written. I just explained that to you with no idea. Yeah. Great writing. Right? The thing is, though, is that that's why shows like this are so addicting. Because in some ways, they're just predictable enough. That you're like, aha, I got that. I'm smart. But it's also because these are fables and stories told in different ways. Like Nick said, different side quests, different things. They're written in our culture over time that we've learned to develop and understand them in different ways. But for example, Nick was able to pick up on that by only watching four episodes. It took me till the second to last episode to realize that something like that was going to happen. I don't know. Like you say, it's it's what keeps you hooked. That that doesn't entice me anymore to watch it. Like I'm not. I don't have a feeling of like. That's why I told you. I was like, it's not gonna make a difference, but I need to tell you. Did you see like, my face? I was like, I'm gonna explode. Like you know, like it's just like. Like talking about this kind of makes me want to finish it. But that, the storylines that we're talking about, it's not like, oh, I want to see how that plays out. Yeah. The only storyline I want to see is JJ and Kiara getting together. 
I guess. Like I, the storyline I wanted, I wanted the I wanted the gold found, and I wanted you know the zombie ward, you know, come to a bubble, you know, whatever they decided, even if it was like we they figured it out. Sarah Cameron somehow brought them together. You know what I mean? Like even if it was that, mm-hmm. but like it- you're just like the storyline is so stupid that you're introducing all these characters. Like, I get it. There's a huge web. There's more to it than just the gold. Mm-hmm. It always has get. been about more than just the gold. Which I get, but you're now introducing, like, a bunch of characters. It's now, like, you never see that movie Rat Race with John Cleese and random things. It's a really funny movie. No. No. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if I remember it. <clears throat> I just remember it being funny. But, um... You know, it's like the idea they all get, you all get this thing in the mail. So, you know, eight people start to go after it, you know, mm. to try to find this thing. And the first one who gets it gets a prize kind of thing. Yeah. That's essentially what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Essentially. You know? and, but like, they want to show us every little detail. But like, connected. what's the premise? What is the goal of Outer Banks? Like, See, it's not like Letter Kenny. You know, the show Letter Kenny. Yeah. Stupid show, hilarious show, show isn't it? great show, fantastic show. But they, the idea of these are the people of Letterkenny, and here are their stories. Now it's just like, like that, that's kind of the feeling I'm getting from out of, like, this is Outer Banks, here are the stories. But it's not stories, they're just kind of making it up as you go. <laughs> yeah, it's making it up as you go. <laughs> they're just like, ah, that's a cool idea. It ties in somewhat, not really, if you put in four different storylines it leads to here yeah it is one of those things this one person has a slight connection to this (laughs) yeah like why like you know like that the lady you know the racist one and (laughs) that's not a good thing to be known as oops yeah well that's what she is and you know like you're wondering how she got in there well it was she was a partner of wards i think forget pete there's another conspiracy theory that she's a mom Oh, well, she looks a lot more like Sarah Cameron than the other one. So, um, well, no, well, we know that, um, that that's not Sarah Cameron's biological mom, the Rose or whatever her name is. Right. Um, but again, she doesn't seem shocked when she sees any of them. I feel like if you're seeing your kid for the first time after 11 years or so, maybe, I don't know, but I just like, that's how they tied her in, and now they've created a whole nother storyline with her. Right, and now John B's dad, somehow. Like, like the storyline is almost shifted to, like, the Pope and her controversy? Like, it's not even about John B and Ward anymore. Yes, John B and Ward's a side story by the end of season and that's the whole freaking story of Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I understand that you have to start developing a new story at some point if you want to continue no. onto a new season. If you're not going to, if you come to that resolution, you know, if you want to give people answers. But again, Look. maybe these writers are going to tie it all together eventually. Maybe they have a big aha, drop the mic moment. And we're going to take everything back and be like, that's brilliant but i doubt it i doubt it they but they have to like look you should know when to end a show yeah that's the guy that's what alex hirsch from gravity falls did he said this was two seasons period these were the amount of episodes i they wanted to do more Dis- apparently didn't ask them to do one more season and he's like nope we're doing it. we're done this is Good the story is done and that's, that's like when people ask to get written off shows they're like my character's story is done well, right, and but that's you're making John B and Ward the side story of Outer Banks, which has been the focal point for two seasons. Just end it. Just make the decision. <laughs> One you of them make, has to die. Make a spinoff show. I don't care, but it's just like you're just the story is John B and Ward. Mm-hmm. That's the storyline. That's what this whole thing has been about. It's like, yeah. do you ever watch Once Upon a Time? 
Yes, I did. I used to watch it with my my parents because it was kind of like a family-friendly show that came on after soccer. <laughs> yeah, and you know how halfway through it gets really freaking boring? Oh my gosh, yeah. After, um, like, Snow White Season and four Charming. Or five. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, it, like, Emma becomes the bad person. It's just like, ugh. Like, this is, that, this is what it's getting to. This is what it feels like it's getting to. The, the base of the story, the meat's gone. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. That's how I feel. Yeah. No, I, I, I honestly get that and respect that take. It's just, it's so hard because you would like to think on a show like this, they're going to put everything they have to do something great. And that's what the one thing I'm holding out for. I guess. I don't know. And I just want to put on record now, what was with like JJ's heart thing? The heart thing? So, um, like it's the episode that he found out that John B and Sarah Cameron were alive. He, like, was like, oh, don't do that to my heart. And then, like, in other episodes, you see him, like, holding his heart a lot. And they didn't mention it? They have not mentioned it. I don't know if it's just something, like, his actual, like, the actor. Like, maybe Mm. he has anxiety. Maybe that's what he does. Or maybe, like, JJ has anxiety. Or maybe it's a heart condition. I don't know. But if it plays into something, because I did not see this conspiracy theories on the hour I spent on TikTok. Seems if pointless. I, if it, it comes just... out, I want I want to be known. Fair enough. I it just seems like a minor detail. Not gonna create anything, but it's a minor detail. It's a little Easter egg that maybe you noticed. Right. I hope so. Maybe, and, Krista. Anyways, Nick and I have been ranting about this for way too long. We have. I'm somehow. so sorry, people. Hey, they want to know. Yeah, you you obviously wanted to know. Outer Banks episode one was getting a lot of hits after season two came out, so it was. It we was. Know, so. We know what you guys want. Um, yeah. if you have any hot takes or disagree with Nick and I, please let us know. Maybe, maybe we missed something. Honestly, it's quite possible Nick was also watching a sports game at the same time. Maybe. <laughs> maybe won't fully confess to it i was probably playing my switch more than anything <laughs> <sighs> anyways might come back to parts of this depending on what happens if nick ends up watching the whole thing <laughs> he might have different thoughts and opinions <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll see if that comes out mm-hmm. but for now i have questions Of the week. <sighs> Questions yeah. of the week. You ask, we answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll start. Dear Nick and Krista, I've heard about you talking about this a bit before, but I believe my boyfriend's parents do not like me. Mm. Every time I come over, they don't think about any type of dietary restriction I have um, and always put food in front of me that I can't eat. For example, I'm a vegetarian. They always have meat-based meals. Um, did did, Did you mention it? Yeah, did you did you or the boyfriend mention it? And and did the boyfriend make a point to mention it when it was put in front of you? Yes, that's a good point. Cause look, the parents are gonna forget things. It's fine, but my parents make up mix up my sister and I's names. Well, yeah, I mean, like my mom, it's just my, one of those my things. mom calls me the dog. Um, so like bottom i think it it doesn't fall on you unless you haven't mentioned it but i think you have so that would fall on say you're making your boyfriend's making dinner plan i don't know if you live there but you know they're making dinner friends plans that's where he should correct them and be like by the way remember she's a vegetarian yeah and i mean most Um, of the time if it's a mom making dinner, she'll most of the time mention what she's going to make. Like, oh, they're coming over for dinner. I'm going to make pork roast. Oh, that's so great. I'm so excited. Just as a reminder, 
Julia is a vegetarian, um, maybe have some pasta on the side. Yeah, like, if you've told them, it falls on them and the boyfriend. Because, especially at the table, if he puts it down, like, he should be like, oh, you know, she's a vegetarian. Yeah, because it's going to come off as rude if you say it the first time. Yeah, like, like, are you not, are you just, are you not eating it? Like, what do you, what do you, yeah. what are you doing? Like, and like, come on, not eating mama's cooking, that can come off really wrong sometimes. It can. So, like, I, as long as you've told them, you've done your job, it falls on the boyfriend to make sure. That, yes. I don't think this is a not liking you thing. I think this is they forgot. Mm-hmm. And it, I, like Nick said, I think it falls more on the significant other because they kind of have to have the backbone to stand up for you in those situations because this isn't your family yet. Nope. You know, it, it it's his job. He knows how to handle these situations a bit better than you. Um, and if it if he's not acknowledging it, maybe pull him aside and be like, hey, like it would be really nice next time we had a family dinner that you mentioned my dietary restrictions. Well, wouldn't um, you know that? Like... Oh. Right? Like, I, I don't know, but I would hope they would. Um, But uh, there's the other side of the spectrum. Maybe you're just being picky, and I'm sorry, dude. Eventually, you have to start either uh, just eating around it. Yeah. Or just I mean, eating it. You can't have chicken nuggets forever. Like, and I, there's, there's certain things I understand. Some people just don't eat pork. Right, but but I mean, if you're living vegetarian values, I don't blame you. It's that's if no, you that, that's, like that's that, a dietary nuts. restriction. Anything like that is a dietary restriction, I would say. Because it's it's based are, off some... of values. It's not being like, oh, I don't like peas. Well, sure, no, no, no. Like being a vegetarian is a choice, but you know, you can respect the choice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect them to eat meat just because it's put in front of them. Yeah, exactly. That they means did, they deserve more to be noticed. For you, isn't that awesome? If you want, if you want, my mom's very good at that. She always has a vegetarian option. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Good for her. Wink. <laughs> Wink to all the girls out there. <laughs> uh, okay, Nick, hit me. Okay. I think we only um, have time for one more question, anyways. Who cares? Um, if. There, there's a, there's a question that was like, if you had, do you know of which artist or band has released one album and never another one? And like, do you, and how do you feel about that? <laughs> this is more of a personal question. <laughs> Whew, um, like, I'm, I'm trying to think what band. Okay. I'm, I'm not like a an avid music connoisseur like i put on spotify and put it on shuffle and i'm pretty happy um can you give me an example apparently the chain smokers only have like a an ep or two which equals like an album um so somebody that popular i wouldn't consider their albums fire but um that i think sense... it's because they're more of like a dj and they do sets or like uh, fun, you know. We are young. That band. Apparently, they only have the one album. Oh, I mean, even then, album, it's I'm like sure. eh, I don't really care. They had one album. <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, like so a lot of people. That was really popular. Yeah, true. And apparently, the album was really good to some people. So, the reason the reason I the reason I have this this question is because my recommendation, which I'll tell you in a moment, um, only had one album, and I was like what like like you want more i was just i just like i want to know what the feeling is like i'm i'm feeling kind of like disappointment (laughs) (laughs) but anyway random question doesn't have to really be answered but it was just a thought think about it think about it think about it to yourselves yeah no that is interesting because i'm trying to think i think i would be sad if i truly loved it like i was like this could be my new favorite artist yeah you know? Yeah. But I, I don't know if I let myself love songs that much. <laughs> like, I don't... I can't truly feel like I can make an artist my favorite without listening to all of their songs or albums first, so... Fair enough. Take some time, but... Right? And I don't even know what my favorite artist is. Really? I, I never, like... 
Obviously, like, I have and, like, one. It's between Florence and the Machine and Jonas Brothers. Like, my spectrum of liking music is so wide. Well, so is mine, but I still have my favorite artist. Yeah, but yours is easy. Rise Against. Well, that's what I'm saying. But, like, that doesn't mean, like, like I don't have, like, a, like, like, I listen to Taylor Swift. It's not like I'm a rock music aficionado. It just Rise Against is the best. <laughs> <laughs> just because they're the best. See, I wish I was that passionate about some sort of music. Well, become passionate about some sort of music, Kristen. I'll try, just for you, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> okay. I think. We're ready for Lead Us In, Nick. This is your job, not mine. Oh, fine. Sheesh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> recommend, recommend, recommendations. We recommend things. You do them, listen to them, watch them. Try you do it all. Great. Oh, try them. Are you ready, Nick? Should I go? That, mean, that means Krista has foreshadowing. Krista, go ahead. Hee hee hee. So I'm recommending, I haven't done this yet myself, but I'm hoping to try to do it this week. It's called futureme.org. And essentially you like write yourself a letter and then you get it back to yourself. And I've mentioned this in the past that I've done this. Um, it was more of like a group exercise and they mailed it back out to us. Mm. But just imagine selecting like a five-year time frame. And you writing a letter to yourself from five years oh. ago. What a whirlwind that would be. That would so, be kind of weird. Right? Like, so much has changed for me in the last five years. And, like, I'm going to be 30. True. Like, that. I, thinking back to my mid-20s. Oh. Doing a podcast. Oh. That'd be weird. <laughs> that would be weird, actually. <laughs> yeah so i definitely recommend um trying that uh it's called futureme.org i'm gonna try doing that this week myself that's actually a really cool idea i might have to do that myself <gasps> let's do it together can you do like video ones or oh like i don't a... know i haven't i didn't look too far into it but that'd be even cooler yeah we should cool. just make a time capsule we could no, because then I feel like... We'd I probably think... blow it. Um, yeah, we would both forget. Yeah, probably. <laughs> 50 years. Hey, Chris, remember? <laughs> yeah. That thing. Nick, Nick comes back from, like, to my old age home and knocks on the door. Krista, look what I found. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, that's funny. Sounds good, though. Sounds mm-hmm. good. It was kind of like a random thing that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool, though. Yeah. Anyway, I guess mine is, as I mentioned before... Uh-huh. There's a band, their name, Secret Weapons. Their Ooh, album, good name. As the Sun Comes Crashing Down on Me. I was recommended this album by, well, I wasn't recommended specifically, but somebody started playing it. And I was like, yo, this is a vibe. All right, I'm down. And I was like, I'm down to check them out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, You're like, I, I got some ear holes. I'll listen. Well, that was, you know, it was late night and I'm like, I was tired. So, you know, I was kind of just vibing to anything. So, you know, the second listen was more like, do I actually vibe with this? Yes, I do. Um, It's a really good album. Like, I don't know if it's rock, if it's pop, I don't know. But it's a really good album. Um, Top to bottom, like, it's so good. A couple of good songs is Betty You Gone Wrong, uh, part one. Um, Oh, I like two part songs and uh konichi wild really good ghost really good uh, comeback seasons really good uh, it's, it's wow a you're really... listening a lot of good ones <laughs> it's a really good album like top How to many bottom songs? like 15 like a, 12 like 11 see that's 13. the thing i feel like albums now don't have as many songs i remember when artists used to release them it used to be like 15 16 to 2 and then they'd be really crazy and do like 20 now it's I like think... 10 I think this one's 13. Okay, I respect Uh, 13. Yeah, yeah. But it's just a really, like, it's like a, it's a real vibe of an album. Like, it's not, like, if you're thinking, oh, listen to Rise Against, it's not like Rise Against. It's like, it's poppy, it's upbeat, it's vibing, it's really good. Like It's pop rock. Krista, like, I've recommended a lot of music to you. I've listened to half. I'd like to know what you've listened to. But anyway, um. This one I actually think you would like. 
Like, I actually think you would enjoy this music. Okay, pulling it up on my Spotify. What's the name again? It had Secret a good name. We- Secret Weapons. And, like I said, they only have one album because one of the guys uh, had health issues, so they just made the one album. And we're stuck with one album. Like, <laughs> they have a couple, you, like, you singles. You don't think that they'll do another one? Well, on their Spotify, they had a remix of a song in 2021, which leaves me small hope that they would do it again. Oh, but yeah, I you're right. They haven't done anything since, like... But I doubt it. 2017 was when the album came out. They had a song in 2019. Um, but the album itself is just pristine. <laughs> okay, I clicked follow so I'd remember to listen. Good. Listen to it. It's really good. Denzo. Wow, good. good recommendations this week. They're great recommendations this week. Always great recommendations. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we'll be back at it again with more recommendations and everything next week on Discontinued Gravy. Talk to you later. Peace.